You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody welcome to another edition of locked on acc we've got our wednesday episode here with aj black from locked on boston college another exciting time as we are just days away from college football but also we know the nfl is coming up here soon the nfl season is about to begin and no no one covers it like the locked on podcast network august 30th through september 8th locked on's ultimate season previews taking you through every team and every decision with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts to tune in beginning yesterday, August 30th. All right, AJ Black here. We are going to introduce what he'll be covering this season, some fun segments for you guys. AJ, thank you so much for joining me for another night. Happy Wednesday, Candice. It's uh, it's another day closer to college football, and I am I've got my whole weekend marked out just to watch whatever the hell is on TV. I'm so <laughs> pumped about it. No doubt, we also get the opportunity to watch NC State, who'll be the first you first ACC game for us. They play USF on Thursday, and then we've got a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday slate, and it's just full on football. You can't get much better than that. Ken Gibbs and I talked yesterday a little bit about Boston College and their opening with Colgate. I'm like, some people get like the hardcore openings and then there's the nice soft openings. And I certainly would say that Boston College gets that soft opening. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, you, when you're, I like looking at gambling lines, you know, shout out to betonline.ag. Yeah. Uh, and you don't get a ton for FCS versus FBS games, but I saw another rival and I won't name which one. Um, <laughs> A 50 point spread for the BC Colgate game. Wow. And I'm looking at that and I'm scratching my, my whiskers going, Hmm, where am I going to, where am I going to fall on this one? <laughs> I feel like Phil Dracovic is definitely could. It's possible. I've seen what he can do without a playbook. And now I see what maybe he will do. Hey, yeah, has a little bit of time in a spring practice under his belt. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you played the law, law of transitive properties here, you know, BC smoked Holy Cross a couple of years ago, like 66 to 14 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that same Holy Cross beat Colgate the year after that. So what does that say about Colgate against Boston College? I think BC <laughs> could win by like a lot. I don't know. I just want to make sure the guys get out healthy, though. That's a, that's the big goal for a game like that, you know? Absolutely agree. And do you prefer just in general when you're watching college football, do you like seeing the high-flying, high-scoring games? Are you more of like maybe there was a solid defense, low-scoring game? Um, I like the high-scoring games. My favorite BC game I ever saw was BC and, and Southern Cal. And that game, no team could make a stop. And mm-hmm. it was just like, it was crazy. It was every, every, school, every time you turn around, there was a guy running for 60 yards. And BC ended up winning that game. It was like 42-38, I think, or something like that. But I, I am, I'm big in the scoring. I, I think that makes me excited. A hundred percent. Well, it's fun that you talk about high scoring because it's going to take high scores in order to get to the top of AJ's rankings. And every every Wednesday this season, AJ will be doing a weekly ranking show for us here, Locked on ACC. 
He'll be giving the reveal and then we'll discuss it. And then we'll give any hot takes and topics from our rankings discussion there. And I think, you know, just based on conversation, I feel like I know where you stand on a lot of teams, but overall, just how are you feeling about kind of where a lot of these teams lie? Do you feel like it's going to be consistently a group of teams throughout the season and maybe you know, the bottom tier can come what may, or do you find yourself getting a little excited that some things can move up and down very mightily throughout the season? I, you know, Candace, I, I look at this as my power at my power rankings as Clemson at the top and then Duke and Syracuse to the bottom and then a whole bunch of anything <laughs> in the middle. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I have my preseason rankings. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. but I already look at this week's schedule and go, man, we could already see some big time movement on, on some of these rankings, 100%. you know, you know, even if Clemson loses Georgia, we'll talk about that a little bit. I still think they'll be, they'll be number one for me for a while. Unless mm-hmm. a few things happen. However, the big game for me, there's two of them. I really want to see North Carolina and Virginia, Virginia tech. Yeah. And that game itself could, Determine like right now I've I have on UNC, I believe at number two, mm-hmm. they blow that game. If they lose and I don't, I know you don't want to hear this <laughs> they lose to the Hokies and I, and I don't think they will, but we'll talk about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, if they lose to the Hokies, where do I put them? Do I drop them down to four? Do I drop them down to five? That could really move them things around, move some things around. And then Miami against Alabama. Yeah. You know, if can, can the Canes hold their own against Alabama? Now I could move Miami up, even if, if they keep it close, mm-hmm. you know, you, you hold your own against the, the, the tide. You, you get some respect from me, but if they go out there and get hammered and look like every other squad that plays Alabama, where do I put them? And so there's a lot of changes there. And then if Syracuse loses to Ohio, <laughs> <laughs> if Syracuse uses, loses to Ohio, I'm pretty sure. Coach Babers will not have a job after that game. Like, I'm, I'm just going to sit here and say it. I think that yeah. that's going to be what, like, okay, clearly you have not adjusted. We gave you the 2020 grace period, but this is inexcusable. They're only a point and a half favorite though, Candace. <laughs> you know what? I'm trying. I love Dino. I think he's a good, I think he's a good human, but you know, at the end of the day, this is, this is a business, unfortunately. Yep. Oh yeah. He's, he's in hot water and that that's going to be a game to watch. And you know, they're, they're a team that's in rough shape and I don't, I, I, I don't know what could happen there. I don't know. Uh, so that'll be, that'll be interesting. And then, yeah. um, I mean, most of the other games you look at, it, it's like Georgia tech, Northern Illinois, Georgia tech should smoke them. Virginia, William Mary. It's just like BC Pittsburgh and UMass. I mean, I'm a Boston guy. UMass is awful. Um, they're, they're the worst FBS team in, in football. And if you want, if you think I'm a little bit like, out there and, and some of my takes are kind of hot. I recommend you go back and listen to my new segment that I have on Locked On Boston College entitled What Happened to UMass and UConn Football Last Weekend? In which I talk <laughs> about both the squads that BC fans hate mm-hmm. and what happened. Because if you watch UConn, they got absolutely hammered last weekend. And I think Pitt is going to do the same thing <laughs> to UMass this weekend. So, you know, there's a lot of these like FBS, FCS games that probably won't move the needle, mm-hmm. but man, it's going to get really interesting in the next few weeks as, as some of these teams start to play actual opponents, you know? Yeah, well, I would love to ask a couple questions here, but for Boston College fans hating UMass, and if you know that you're just simply better than, why is it such a big thing? Is it just because of territory reasons, <laughs> you know? Or like, what, what would be, why would I even entertain you? 
that's a great question. Someone, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> I have a guy, Mitch, who writes for my site, BC Bulletin, and he goes, you know, if people are just going to say that they're taking up space in your head, you know, with, with this, with the section, but I have my reasons. I have my reasons about UConn and UMass. And the yeah. reason I, I get on both of them. So UConn is, is a bad program, but they wanted to get into the ACC. We'll get into ACC talk here. Mm. Boston college blocked them from joining the ACC. And that ended up with Pitt joining instead. Oh so, my goodness. I did so, not know that. Yeah. BC. And then UConn ended up suing Boston college and losing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so you see where their program is now. So there, there's, there's that reason. UMass. The, the UMass is more of a thing with me where mm. I, you know, a lot of BC fans and in, in college football fans of Northeast, they know about me and you can't, UMass fans love to chirp at me online. Love mm. it. And so they're, you know, we're going to beat you. This is going to be the year, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't even play for this team. Why are you telling me this? <laughs> well, doing my, you know, what happened to BC, uh, UMass and UConn this weekend is my kind of way of having some fun with that. And, my, my, my audience likes it. So I go, well, with there you now. go. Absolutely. Well, I want to have some other questions here about the two games that you think are going to be big ones. And we'll break that down just a little bit, but first I'm going to remind you guys about bet online, the number one spot for all of your pro and college football action this season, get all the updated odds, props and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest in the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at bet online. Listen, be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo and equals make a bet on Thursday, September 9th against the Bucks versus Cowboys game. And you can wager up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL 100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, your favorite Vegas casino games, football, basketball, and more. Don't wait and take advantage of the great offers available to you this season. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. So I'm sitting here talking to AJ Black from Locked On Boston College, and we are going over some key rankings of the season. That's what he'll be covering for us for football. And I think he is going to have some great reasoning, maybe a little spicy reasoning from time to time, but it should be a fun, fun segment for all of you guys to tune into at Locked On ACC on Twitter if you want to follow throughout. And you can download, subscribe our podcast from anywhere you listen to podcasts. So going back to your Miami and Alabama conversation, touching there, I my biggest fear and worry is that De'Aaron King comes out unhealthy. And I think if he makes it just through that game, you know, whether they stay in it, I don't want him to do any type of Herculean effort to try and like, you know, do one for the team. Don't play hero ball this time. Like let's just do what we can, but like make sure we come out unscathed and like look forward to trying to be a part of, you know, a top of the coastal position when it's all said and done. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I, you hit, hit it right on the head. I mean, Alabama, what their bread and butter, just like Clemson is to put a killer defense on the field. Yeah. And you know, their defensive lines year in and year out are blue chip five-star recruits that are NFL bound after a couple of years because they are so good. Yeah. And as we know with Derek King, right, as you said, this is a guy coming back from major injury. And he, it, you, you're setting him out there against the Wolves. And, you know, if Miami's offensive line is not on point, if they're, if he can't get the ball out quick, cause that's another thing too, right? You know, maybe the offensive line plays well, but if those wide receivers can't get open, 
if Charleston Rambo can't get open, what's going to happen to Miami? I mean, yeah. he's going to get hit. He's going to get hit hard. <laughs> um, and you don't, you don't want this buzzsaw that is the Crimson, Crimson, uh, Crimson Tide, excuse me, to just rip apart your, your season on opening week. So I don't know what you do, you know, against Alabama. Do you try to run the ball more? Do you try to, to, to keep them honest so they, they're not teeing off on Derek King? And how do you stop that offense? I, I mean, you know, this yeah. is, as you, I don't need to tell you, there's the team that let up what, how many points against UNC last year? It was a good 50 some. <laughs> and <laughs> Alabama's better. So yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not expecting much from this. Well, it's funny you say that because there was conversation here on the show from other hosts that maybe they should bench. No, not necessarily bench, but not use Derek in this game and just take the L and keep it on pushing. I said, you got to put your best foot forward. If you want to say you're part of the best, you got to play with the best. But I would love to know what you think in terms of should, because we kind of know how it's going to go. Should you save Derek King for the rest of the season? It, that's a tough question. And I honestly think I agree with you, Candace. Like, how do you recruit quarterbacks if you're like, oh, yeah, when we play the best teams, we're going to bench you. So <laughs> but we're you know. only benching you because we're, we're trying to preserve your knee. Right. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> I, I, I leave him out there, you know, and it one the minute it hits like, you know, if Alabama starts hitting overdrive and they're up by 21 bench king, just bet, mm-hmm. get him out of there. Get that. Like once it seems like the 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 tide is completely out of you know no pun intended but it's like completely gone, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. get him out of the game as fast as possible so that you don't have to risk that. But if the game is staying close, I guess you do it. Like like you know it's tough. You don't want to lose your quarterback. But man, if Miami for some reason say they pull off that Herculean upset and they knock off the Crimson Tide, what would that do for their program for recruiting? Their stake in college football, it would be astronomical for them. So you have you kind of have to take that risk, though. It's going to make you want to throw up the whole game. <laughs> well, I certainly think that Manny Diaz would be not have to buy himself any kind of beer in Miami. But I also think that you're right from a recruiting standpoint that you being back that would just flood the timeline on Twitter. I think everyone would just be like, okay, Manny's finally got it. He's got his you know quarterback and the defense just figured it out just enough. But it's any given day. We all know anything could happen. And I, I wouldn't put Miami completely out of it. I just know there's going to be a very, they're going to have to have a lot of Hail Marys, a lot of prayers for many different reasons. And one of them being the Eric King's safety, but just trying to figure out how to move and operate against a defense that prides itself on taking guys down is one of those like big, just, whoo, let's all lose time and pray for the best. Another game you mentioned, UNC and Virginia Tech. And of course, I have my eyes on that, circled that on the calendar because I think. That is definitely one of the biggest put up or shut up games from anybody in the conference. We all have seen the opening schedule and we're going to talk about another game here in a minute. But I think this is the one where, you know, we all know where Clemson sits. But when it comes to UNC, if you are who you say you are, if you are who everyone's putting you up to be, this is a show and prove game. We've we've seen Carolina struggle against Virginia Tech for so many years. Last year, they got lucky. You know, even though Clue Herbert did everything he could to put them back in the game, I think Carolina was like, okay, we finally get over the hump. We are about something. But beating them once out of like four tries is like, all right, I get it. You know, good job pat on the back a little bit, but it's still not up to, you know, where I want them to be. But like you have talked about with Coach Coach Winter a couple times or two, this is not the same Virginia Tech that we've seen in the past. Right. 
And this is a team, this is a, a put up game for both teams, right? Like mm. Virginia Tech needs to go out there and show that their last year was fluke. That, okay. you know, that, that Fuente is, is ready and that the, he's going to, he can take out those big teams. Do I think that's going to happen? No. But, <laughs> you know, UNC, as you said, like, are they going to be an eight and 14, which is nice, but that's not what Mac Brown wants. I'm sure. I think he wants yeah. to be a top 10 team. They got to win these types of games. They need, and this is a, this is a perfect game for the Tar Heels to go out there, as you said, and make a statement to go out there and say, Hey, you know, Virginia Tech, Hey, they're getting a little buzz from some people that think they're going to be good. This is what we're going to do to them. We're going to beat them by double digits. We're going to, you know, assert ourselves in the trenches against a team that, you know, historically has been really strong on offense and defensive line. And we're going to, you know, we're going to be able to throw the ball whenever we want to. And if they can do that, that's a really, really good start for the Tar Heels in terms of putting together a season that could be special, that could really get them to that place that they want to be. Absolutely. And I think that ultimately, if you are coming into the season as a top 10 team, you can't lose your season opener to a team that you're supposed to beat. It's one thing if Carolina went into playing Alabama, Carolina went into the season over opener playing a Georgia. All right, you know, we'll toss it up in the air. We talk about how the SEC is significantly better and that's up for debate any time of the week. But you cannot beat a division rival. You cannot not beat a division rival. Like that just has to happen, especially when that division rival has had a couple down years. I think it's just, it, if you say you want to be a top 10 team, you have to beat that team and not only just beat them because we're past just beating like the bad teams point, right? I think it's, we have to beat these teams candidly and really, you know, insert our will. Is that the word I'm looking for? Is that the phrase I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, look at me. I'm so smart. I'm actually not at all. Sometimes I like, say a lot of phrases and I listen back and I'm like, Ooh, I don't know what you thought you said, but that was not it. But they have to insert their will against the Hokies because I'm tired of us saying that we're good. And, you know, 2020, because so many teams didn't play, we're like, Oh, we're a top five team. Are you though? So like, let's not, let's not, I just, I just really want a good game, but Carolina comes out significantly and they're up by two or three and we can rest Sam Howell. I think that would be the ultimate goal because he's going to have to put up a big show. There's been so much hype around him and I just hope he delivers. Yeah, that this is going to be a, the the big game to show that off, and and so I love opening games against like legit opponents. Like, yeah, you know, it, it it's fun. It's a, it's a way to see what you have like right off the bat. Like Boston College, I'll bring up from last year. They played Duke, which you know Duke is Duke. Yeah, but it's not it's not Colgate. It's like right. you get to see like two schools that play each other and see like what they're made of. And I think this is going to be a big one. And it's going to answer a lot of questions for UNC. How do they handle all that, all that change on the, with their offensive weapons, all those graduations and, and, and players in the draft. And I, you know, it's going to be a fascinating, it's going to be one of those games that I'm going to definitely be watching. I think it's going to be a fun one to check out. No doubt. I think it also speaks to adversity. Like, can you come back after maybe a, after maybe a tough win, tough loss, excuse me, let's say they do lose to Virginia tech. Can you hold your head up and try and compete for the rest of the season? Or do you kind of crumble because you, you know, you just assumed you were supposed to win. On the other side of that, if you're a Boston college and you have all this hype about you, you dominate a Colgate and then you go into the next game thinking you're going to dominate the, you know, the next team the same way, then and you get, you know, your feelings hurt. That's it's always a joke, right? I think at the end of the day, you got to show improve on both sides, but there is one game, of course, and this person, this team sits at the top of our rankings that we're going to talk about Clemson and Georgia here in a second. But first, we're going to remind you about one of the best protein bars out here on the market. It keeps you nice and tough, built strong. It's a Bill Bar, of course. Nine delicious flavors, 
If you have not yet tried them all, I strongly encourage you to get a mixed box where you'll get two of the nine. Personal favorite would be mint brownie, peanut butter brownie. Listen, double chocolate, anything with chocolate, you kind of have my vote here. But not only are Bill Bar's flavors the best tasting, they are healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, get you right and going for the day. If you also have an opportunity, if you want to you know, lower your sugar intake, the four to five grams of sugar with each bar. Order yours today, get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you'd like. Don't want to know where to start? Head to BillBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your first order. That's BillBar.com. So we're wrapping up today's show here with AJ Black of Locked On Boston College. And there is one team that clearly sits atop of his rankings. Again, he will be revealing that all throughout the season. It'll ebb and flow, but one team seems to be superior and remaining the same. And that's the Clemson Tigers out down there in South Carolina. They open the season against Georgia. It'll be one of the best games you see all weekend. It's at 730, I believe, on ABC. They're down in Charlotte. It should be a fun one. It's kind of like a home game for them. I would love to know your thoughts and reactions on the hype around it and what would be any implications should there be a little slip-up from the Tigers? Yeah, I mean, this game, it, it, is, it's, it feels like it has playoff imp- implications right off the bat, right? So you have... Obviously, the SEC, they get their little nod whenever it comes to playoff um, seedings because they play, you know, what the playoff committee sees as a very tough schedule. And Clemson doesn't get that. Um, they don't get that little extra bonus there because they're seeing playing in the ACC. And many people don't view the obviously don't view the ACC as 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 talented as the SEC. Right. So Clemson's um, the 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 what they have to do in this game is basically shut up all those critics. They have to go out there and prove to everyone that they are ready to be a top ranked team right off the bat. They're breaking in a quarterback that only has a handful of starts, DJ Uinagalale, and he he's going to go out against one of the best defenses in the country. And now Georgia, they have a few of their defenders out. They're also missing our Eric Gilbert, who was supposed to be one of their star wide receivers. And right. George Pickens is out. They're missing a handful, but this team is still stacked, right? This is a team that is battle tested. They're ready to go. If they go out there and they punch Clemson in the face and Clemson wilts, which I don't think they will, but it, we'll just talk about that, right? If they go mm-hmm. out there and they do not do well, Clemson's playoff resume is in big time trouble. Because they don't have other games that can build, like they don't have games against other top 25 teams or top 10 teams. They can say, hey, you know, Alabama, they went out there and they beat Texas A&M and maybe they beat Florida or whatever. We beat NC State and Boston (laughs) College, right? Yeah. It doesn't have the same ring and that puts them in big time trouble. So the Clemson has to go out there. They need to win this game. They have to, have to, have to. And as an ACC fan, you have to be rooting for Clemson because you want teams to get into the playoffs to help the resume and the, and the profile of your conference. So it's a big one. And there's a ton of pressure already on the Tigers. So how much of it is, and let's say a Miami upsets in Alabama or throughout the season, you see really strong performances from your fellow ACC teammates, right? Or teams rather. Could it be a situation where, let's say, you know, an NC State and a Florida State, they go eight and four, or they go 
nine and three, would it be better for Clemson in that regard? Is that if they have some stiff competition throughout their time in the Atlantic this season, do you give more respect to potentially being in the college football playoffs if they lost to Georgia? Or do you say these teams are still second tier and I can't even believe you had you struggled against these opponents? I yeah, I think this year it's tougher because you need to they some of these teams need to rebuild their resumes, right? Yeah. You need UNC to have a good top 10 year this year. Mm-hmm. And that will help maybe for next year. But right now there's still UNC, the team that went eight and four last year. They don't have the same pedigree as these historical SEC school, schools do. Same thing with Florida State, right? If Florida State can figure it out, if they can get their team together and and become, you know, nine and three, eight and four. That's great. That's a, but that again will be pushed out to next year, right? Now all of a sudden, now Cle- now Clemson has next year a, a slate of games that are like, ooh, they're playing some good teams. Florida State's back. The Miami, maybe they play Miami. I don't know who they play next year. And mm-hmm. and UNC and they got all these other teams. But right now, it doesn't have the same gravity. It doesn't have have the same weight as an yeah. SEC. So it's tougher. But you, you do want to see teams be successful in the ACC. You want to see it start now so that like you know, this progression can happen for the, for the conference moving forward. So I'm wondering if Clemson, let's say, were to go undefeated, they come out here swinging against the Bulldogs. They do handle their business. This is the hardest game they have of the year. Then they get to the ACC championship against a UNC who has proven themselves time and time again, and Carolina ends up beating them. Do you still consider Clemson for that, for that college football playoffs? Or are you like, how could you lose to a Carolina you know, in a championship game. So the way I look at it, right. I think if, if I were predicting what's going to happen for the college football playoffs, you can, I mean, with four teams, it's not that hard to kind of, to, to map it out. Oklahoma is going to win the big 12. Mm. Spencer Rattler is going to win it. He, they're going to get, one. they're going to get one spot. I don't think anyone's coming out of the pac 12. So that, that spot, you don't have to worry about. Most likely Ohio state will win again. So that's two. Now, will there be two SEC schools? Because technically, you would love just to see one ACC, one SEC, one Big Ten, one Big 12, and then whatever. You get your four teams. I, it's tough. Like, I could, you know, if Georgia goes out there and, and, and loses to Clemson, but Clemson beats UNC, or loses to UNC, mm-hmm. then I, and then maybe Georgia runs the table, then you get Georgia and Bama in there, and then Clemson's knocked out again. Yeah. So, I it, there's a lot of different variables there, but I still think if Clemson loses any games, they are in deep trouble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree whatsoever. They they carry a lot of weight on their shoulders with being kind of sort of the representation for the past four or five years for the entire conference. I I would hope that it doesn't come down there only because I've seen the way Notre Dame squeezes into things, you know, mm-hmm. from for politics sake, the way they got smashed at the ACC championship game is still wound up in the four. And I think that's for a better argument of why we need the expansion. You need to give more teams opportunities to figure it out because there is to me right now slated spots of the Oklahoma's of the world, the Alabama's. I don't understand why the Texas's of the world want to join an SEC that's already saturated. They're all clawing their way and trying to you know state their case for being in college football play. Why would you want to ask that? Why not give yourself a big 12 chance and go ahead and get your spot right there. So that I will never understand that, but you know, here we are politics and more, more times than not, that's what runs the world when it comes to this TV money and whatever, what have you. But at the end of the day, say all that to say, I hope 
Clemson, somebody from the ACC needs to get to the college football playoffs. And I hope based on how you're tracking and following these people that you'll feel good about somebody. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to see Clemson. I, I honestly, I would love to see just so it's not just Clemson constantly talked about. I'd love to see a Miami or a UNC or an, any mm-hmm. other team get a chance. It would help the conference tremendously. If, yeah. if, if like UNC went out there and ran the table and beat Clemson, it would, it would rate, you know, it's no longer a one team conference anymore. Now it's a couple teams and you, you all of a sudden that interest brings up. I'd love to see it, but we'll have to wait and see. That's what, that's what the excitement about the season's all about is like, you want to see what happens and how the cards on cards unfold. No doubt. Again, only a couple days left. So we have full action, full throttle, all things ACC football. If you have not yet followed the podcast on the Odyssey app, you are doing yourself a disservice. You can also find us on Twitter at Locked on ACC. And we're going to be on YouTube starting next week. So you will see all the live reactions from the rankings that AJ will be dropping. I will be you know, very expressive in my face. So I hope you guys are excited for that. You can see the rest of the crew as well, but make sure that you follow, so download, subscribe, hit up YouTube, just type in, type in Locked on ACC and so hit that subscribe button and you're all set. If you want to follow AJ, hear more about some Boston College or other schools around the conference, please, AJ, can you let them know where they can find you and follow your work? Yeah, you, you can check out my work. I swear I'm not this crazy on my website, uh, bcbulletin.com. Um, I will be at the BC game. I'm covering it. I'll be in the press box. Ooh. First time this year, first time in a year and a half. I'm excited yeah. about that. Um, so I'll be at the game um, covering and I'll be at the pre- um, press conference after I get to touch up happily. I'm excited about that. I'll have all that up on BC Bolton. It'll be a busy weekend up there. And then locked on BC. If you're listening to this, check out my YouTube page. Just hit that subscribe button. It would be a big help. There we go. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on coach Halfley. He is quite the character. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited myself. Shoot, I'm ready to go. Download, subscribe <laughs> to locked on Boston college, but if you guys are looking to bet on your teams this season and you want to get into the game, don't let it be a guessing game, right? You got to hit up the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite pick, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by Bet Online AG wherever you get podcasts. For Candace Cooper and AJ Black, until next time. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.